0: You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajacks.com. Hello, Maranatha Church. Welcome back to the podcast, Maranatha Podcast Summer 2021. This is Kevin Breeding back at you again on the podcast. See how many times I could say Podcast. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about Acts 6 and 7. Pastor Brian spoke on this two weeks ago and kind of referenced it again this past Sunday. But I wanted to mention once again this person named Stephen. So we see Stephen in chapters 6 and 7. And what's interesting is we see a lot of uh, descriptions of Stephen, of who he was. And I want to read a couple of these in these different scriptures here in Acts 6. So in Acts 6, they're looking, as Pastor Brian has uh, mentioned already, the story of them, uh, the apostles, looking for people to kind of help serve and wait on tables and um, help the widows. And, and so Stephen was one of these persons that was uh, picked. And so they were looking for somebody here where it says uh, somebody that had good reputation among the people, somebody that was full of the Spirit and of wisdom. That's in verse three of six. And so right there we see that that's a description of Stephen because he was picked. So he was somebody that had a good reputation. He was full of the spirit and he had wisdom. Then in verse four, it says, uh, we want to also find somebody, sorry, verse five, it says that they chose Stephen and he was a man full of faith. And of the Holy Spirit. So already we see that Stephen had a good reputation. He had wisdom. He was full of the Holy Spirit, which mentioned twice here, and he was full of faith. Then in verse 8, when Stephen is uh, on trial, when there's a focus more on Stephen, it says that he was full of grace and of power, performing great wonders and signs. So, right there is a lot of really great descriptive words for Stephen. And as I read them, I was reflecting back on my own self and wondering: um, Do I have these? Am I somebody that's full of faith? Do I have a good reputation among the people? Am I am I wise? Do I have a lot of grace and power? Um, and do I am I full of the Holy Spirit? And so Stephen is these things because of what God has done in his life. And so we see Stephen on trial and he gives this amazing uh, reflection on the Old Testament scriptures in Acts 7. And Acts 7 is a really unique chapter in in Acts because it really gives a background, the entire story of the Hebrew scriptures of the Old Testament from Genesis to uh, Malachi in the Old Testament. He like goes and quotes the whole thing. And so Acts 7, I like to call it the cliff notes of the Old Testament, where you go back and you can read it and you can be reminded, oh, okay, Abraham, it talks about uh, Isaac, Jacob. He's He mentions Moses in the whole story. He mentions other uh, prophets and how uh, the the religious leaders did not listen to the prophets of their time, and so he's basically saying, "Look, you religious leaders now are still not listening to the prophet. You didn't listen to the prophet Jesus, <laughs> you stiff necked people." At the end of his sermon, he he just kind of gives gives it to them. You stiff necked people, you you are always resisting the Holy Spirit. And man, Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit. He knew when somebody was resisting the Holy Spirit because he felt that resistance so personally because the Spirit was personally inside of Stephen. And so when somebody was resisting the Holy Spirit, man, red flags were going off in Stephen's heart and mind because the Spirit was like, these people are resisting me. And so if you are—this full, is a little side note here—if you are full of the Spirit— you know when other people are resisting the Holy Spirit because you take it personally in a way of like, wow, these people are are, are resisting what God is doing um, because God is so active in my life that you can see other people that are going against what God's doing. They're resisting God. Red flags will go off in your heart and mind um, that the Spirit will give you. So this is what was happening with Stephen. And uh, Stephen just retell the whole story, which is amazing and I'm wondering how many of us can do that. You know, if you are uh, placed in a, a classroom and you're like, "Hey, you're the leader of this classroom. I know we didn't give you very much notice, but go ahead and share an hour worth of what you know about the Bible." <laughs> to some of us, that's exciting. Like, "Ooh, yes, that's that's great." Some of us, other others, might be a little bit, "Ooh, I, I don't know if I can do that. If I can remember it all." Um, but Stephen, it, it seems that he has quoted this. He's he's uh, memorized it. And so what's amazing about this is that his whole story leads up to Jesus. When he is being perse- when, when Stephen's being persecuted, he even sees Jesus giving attention, standing for what Stephen was doing in that moment. And so all of the Hebrew scriptures, I, I call the Old Testament the Hebrew scriptures, all of the Hebrew scriptures lead us to Jesus. They point us there. They're all leading us to that place. And so when you read the Old Testament, uh, you can look for Jesus on every page. So that's a great uh, treasure hunt there to do, is you find Jesus on every page of the Bible. Genesis 1, Jesus is there. Holy Spirit's there. God's there. Uh, Genesis 2, 3, every You can just start to unlock so much of this, the mystery that you maybe feel for the Old Testament, when you look into the, uh, when you look through um, what the Holy Spirit inside of you, and you find Jesus on every page, it's a, it's just an amazing journey to do. And so Stephen, his story is pretty short in the scriptures. We just see him a little bit here in Acts six, and a little bit in Acts seven, and then he gets uh, killed for what he said. And um, but we don't see him very long. Um, and it's he Stephen's a, a, a perfect picture of of Jesus in the scriptures. Uh, because even uh, Stephen was was killed for um, what he what he was saying. You know, they they said that he was blaspheming God. You know, uh, this isn't God. Same with Jesus; they said the same thing. He's blaspheming. He's not God. And so Stephen's trial and Jesus's trial, if you read them together, um, it's very similar. Uh, very similar things are happening. So so Stephen's very much uh, a picture of of Jesus. And even Stephen says the same things that Jesus said on the cross. As Stephen was getting killed, just like Jesus was getting killed on the cross, they said the same thing. Stephen said, "Receive my spirit," as he looked into heaven, and he breathed his last last breath. Receive my spirit, and then he said, also in that moment, just like Jesus on the cross, he said, For- "Forgive them, you know. Do not hold this sin against them." It's Acts seven, and that same words are said on jesus on the cross when he looks down they don't know what they're doing forgive them don't hold this sin against them so you see this beautiful picture of of stephen and jesus together on the cross and stephen's life like i said is is not mentioned very long it's very very short glimpse and then just like jesus i mean his his life here on earth uh, supposedly it was about 33 years, and only three of those years was really when you, uh, the public ministry of Jesus happened, what we, what we see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It was only three years of his life. And yet, look at the impact, obviously, that Jesus has made on this world. Look at the impact that Stephen, the short character in the Bible, has made on the rest of the world and the church. And even from this point, after Acts 7, we get into Acts 8, And because of this martyr, because of this persecution that happens to Stephen, we see growth in the church. We see an expansion of the kingdom happen because of this moment when 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 Saul killed Stephen. When he was there with that, uh, when was there with Stephen in that moment, we see a growth happen. And this is where where Pastor Brian mentioned this this previous yesterday this Sunday. Uh, where he mentioned the growth of the kingdom, where where it starts to expand outside of Jerusalem and goes to the ends of the earth, just like Jesus intended it to do. So persecution, trials, uh, they can do a lot, even though they're difficult, they can, they do. God uses these things to grow the kingdom, his kingdom. And so I want to just encourage us as people who are full of the Holy Spirit, that you might feel moments of persecution, moments where people are resisting uh, you, resisting what the Lord's doing. Uh, There might just be just overall suffering that you feel uh, or suffering that's happened to you because of just being here, living on this earth. But God can use all that, redeem all those things, and he can use you and your story— to grow his story, to grow his kingdom here on earth. And so my question is, and it's, and it's a, uh, you know, very compelling question for us to to think about, but how can you on this, your short time on earth, we have a short time here on earth, just like Stephen did and Jesus did. We have a short time. How can you make an eternal impact while you are here? How can you make an eternal impact while you're here? Well, question or an answer to that part of it is it's only by the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit that's in you that will be able to do that. Because when persecution happens, when suffering happens, when trials happens, we will crumble without the Holy Spirit inside of us. But we see Stephen, we see Jesus, they didn't crumble, but they stood the test, those trials. And because they did that, great growth happened, eternal impact happened. So if you stand firm in in the midst of trials and sufferings, you have the power of the Holy Spirit, you're full of faith, you're going at it, and you face persecutions and things that try to trip you up. Those things can't get to you. We as people of the Holy, filled with the Holy Spirit have actually a superpower. We have a superpower. It's that when trials and things come against us, those things can't defeat us, but actually we can use the things that come at us and we can turn them around for good. We can turn them around for the kingdom of God to grow and increase. And so be encouraged by that, that when things happen to you, good or bad, God can use them for his kingdom. And I want to end here. I hope this podcast isn't too long here, but I want to end by just reading this uh, verse in First Peter. I think Peter understood what this trials and persecution meant. And so 1 Peter uh, 1, 3, this is what Peter says. And I just want you to listen and reflect on this and then we'll end Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith more valuable than gold, which, though perishable, is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ." Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though not seeing him now, you believe in him and you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So be encouraged. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you're with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, you fill us, Lord. We can't do this on our own. There's no way we can live on this earth on our own. We want to make an impact for you while while we are here, while we have this short amount of time that we're here. We do want to make an eternal impact, Lord. Show us how to do that. Fill us with your power. Fill us with faith. Fill us with grace fill us with your mercy. Help us to perform great wonders and signs so that other people may come to know you through our faithfulness and obedience to to you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.